When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Oh, hello. Hey, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Happy holidays, actually. Happy Mm post-holidays. It's the day after. Well, no matter, well, I don't know, no matter what you celebrate, but some of the holidays are over. You've only got New Year's left. It's the day after the big one. The big one for Christians. The big one we're allowed to celebrate or say again, I don't give a fuck. I'm in Canada, technically, right now. (laughs) So, so it's, you know, hi, welcome to 51 First Dates, the podcast where we do an experiment of sorts that's also just a way to get oneself out there where I go on 51 dates but it's not just so narcissistic because I help yeah that's that's Liza (laughs) and I'm Kimmy and we've been forgetting to say that we have been forgetting to say that um uh, we've also been forgetting to like do all these things so many things okay like introduce our guest for one we have a very special guest here today perhaps the specialist guest that we've had Ooh. Um, yeah, definitely. Because DNA. <laughs> it's my brother, Kenny. Yay, Kenny Foskett. Yeah. Howdy. <laughs> I also, let's I'm, talk about how we're Kimmy and Kenny, but our parents aren't that obnoxious. You Do you want to explain why we're Kimmy and Kenny? Before we were, it was not how it, it was happened. a thing. I don't even know if I know this full story. <laughs> well, you know who you're named after. Yes. I'm okay. grandfather, grandfather, oh, okay. Foskett. So yeah. dad, dad. Mom's dad, and then share a common last name. Yes. What's your middle name? Alvin. Alvin. So I have, like, the oldest people names totally. possible. Kenneth and your Alvin. first name is Kenneth? But you go by Kenneth. Technically, yeah. Okay. I've got a nice progression, right? So, Kenny is, like, the young kid name. Then you have, I oddly go by Ken sometimes, which is a little so bit weird. bizarre. Um, like, then, at work, do people call you Ken? Yeah. Whoa! I always get, my mind is always blown when I find out people's work names, you know? But yeah. I, I think about it like there's like these strange men in their 30s. I don't know if I want them calling me Kenny. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weird balance. Sure. Like I have Kenny and yeah. then like I go into the workplace, Ken. Yeah. So at least like I have a little yeah. bit of separation there. Guys, yeah. can I say one thing just real quick? And I bring it up every time I'm around you guys. <laughs> I know what it's going to be. It really freaks me out to sit between you guys because you look so fucking much alike that it's honestly some creepy sci-fi shit. I know. It's weird. But like, I was saying this to Kenny the other night because we were hanging out and Lee was like, oh, you look like Kimmy. And I'm like, you look like you are like a 
very you're, you look masculine you look feminine for sure like it's not whatever I, don't think I look like a dude no neither of you look like genders other than you are than what you are but you look like for siblings you look a lot alike and yeah. i'm sitting literally like between you guys right now and i, I have like a buzz so <laughs> Just yeah, no, sorry. You. We'll post a picture. We'll post a picture. Are you okay with being on the Instagram? This is honestly. Sure. <laughs> I don't know if I have a choice. <laughs> what a good sport. <laughs> this is what happens when you're the oldest sister or the older sister. We don't have any other siblings. Yeah. This is, okay. Um, I feel like, you know how like you have older relatives? This ties into our theme of this week, which I'll reveal in a second. Mm. You have older relatives who like say the same thing all the time. Not because they're like senile or whatever. But just they're always like, you look so much like your sister, you blah, 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 whatever. I feel like I am you guys' great aunt who's just yeah. like, you kids look, and every time I'm with both of you, I'm like, you kids look so much alike. And you're both like, yeah, fucking yeah, we know. It's also, it's not just you. It's yeah. You guys hear it. Yeah, we got it. Um, In the theme of me being your great aunt, great aunt? What do you guys say? Aunt, aunt. I think I say aunt. I think I say aunt. I think it depends. Jim, tiebreaker? Aunt. Aunt, Yeah. Same. Um, are We're related. I know, but I think if I say aunt, I'm thinking too much about what I'm saying. Like, aunt just feels more natural, but I know it's probably like. It depends less on the aunt. Correct. I'm saying them all. Yeah. Do yeah, you yeah. guys call them like the, by their first names, or do you like? I call all my aunts like Auntie Chris, Auntie Beth, Auntie. Oh Jane. yeah, you do the Auntie thing. Like, I call them that. Like, if I were to call my aunt by a first name without the aunt before, they'd be like. Excuse me. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> no, 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 but this really hard, <laughs> hard ties in with our theme, which is family. Fam, fam, Ta-da. real fam. Um, Jim, are you singing a song in your head right now? Okay. I really want to resolve the point about how my parents didn't decide to name oh my their God, children yes, Kimmy and I'm Kenny. Sorry. Okay, it just works out like this because I'm like, we're Kimmy and Kenny. We look alike. It's like we're we're how many years apart are we? Three and a half. Yeah, three or four on any. Given month. We're four school years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right now, how many? We're we're closer right now. We're three. We're three. Yeah. What year were you born in? 1992. Okay. And you were 88. 88. Yeah, I was 88. But your birthday is when? February 6th. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So I'm a November baby, so there is like a crossover. <laughs> Never overlapped in any of those awkward Holliston high school, middle school I thought that would periods. be good, though. Because here's the thing. In college, he was a senior in college. He got to come hang out my senior year of... I'm sorry, he was a senior in high school. He got to come hang out my senior year of Fun college. Trip. Don't worry, I won't go into the whole story. <laughs> but, like, there were much, like, older... There were, like, people who were, like, seniors out of college, too, who were brothers. So there was just a lot of siblings hanging around. Yeah. Um, on our lit last night of college. And, like, I, I never got to do that when I was a senior in high school. Yeah, that's the like, best thing. I mean, lit. my sister got me well, drunk for the first time, like... For sure. I was like 15 and she was like, come on, you're coming to a house party. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I think it's like, there's benefits to being older. That's or your younger. fucking duty. I just, I wish older. we had one overlap year. Like, I wish that it was like when I was, you would have had a cool senior sister in high yeah. school and you'd been a freshman. <laughs> oh my cool, God. Guys. So who, oh wait, your, were your, I was named Kimberly for like, because of the 90s. Well, no, it was the 80s. So I, because of the 80s, they just were like, okay, Kimberly. I was almost Rebecca. Mm-hmm. I like the name, guys. No offense, but it just doesn't feel me. No. So I was born, and they just picked a name for me. And then you were born, but you were named after Grandpa, who died after, like, two weeks after I was right. born. Yeah. Yeah. Also a thing, I was at a funeral within two weeks of my birth, which I just think, like, this is not a like. Does that explain? says a lot about me. Your whole It was a sudden death. Anxiety. Was, yeah. Yeah, it was a heart attack. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe. Like, 
two weeks in, you're like, this is what happens. Well, also, like, we it's supposed to be a thing that we, like, absorb shit from our parents even before we're, like, sentient, you know? Yeah. Like, you, like, in the womb and shit can absorb shit. Yep. Wow. Okay. Science. Darkness. In the womb. But anywho, then you were named after him, and obviously, to be fair, he's pop-up. Um, yeah, can you imagine what it would have been like to be the grandfather who's still alive? And you don't get a, a shout out like that. I you feel don't like the middle name. <laughs> you need it. Yeah, no, that was the right move. Yeah, guys, guys, let's have Kenny introduce himself. This is a dating podcast. Yes, it's a dating podcast and a Foskett podcast. No, I'm just kidding. It's a dating podcast, and uh, you know we're doing this experiment. Yeah, 51 dates. Blah blah blah. It's all kosher. No names are revealed. Everything is kind. It's not about getting a boyfriend. Blah, blah, blah. It's so non-juicy that I allowed my brother, actually made him come on the pod. So, Kenny, introduce yourself. And why, what about you in New York? Now on the spot. Uh, so, Kenny, Kimmy's sister, brother. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I'm 25 years old. I feel like I fit the stereotype of every white male on paper. Right? I'm slightly under height. I have <laughs> mediocre haircut and, like, <laughs> ultimately have anxiety about little things in life. But uh, I moved up from Richmond, Virginia in September. So newcomer to the New York City area, but still fulfilling, like, the finance douchebag stereotype on paper. We're shaking like our to heads. Think, like to think that separately off paper, I'm a little bit of a different person. I'm going to let Liza weigh in on this I mean, one. that's dumb. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny's the loveliest person. That's and I think sweet. it's I think it's like, you know, a reminder for everyone that stereotypes are bullshit. Because fucking, yeah. Like, my, my brother is also, like, a white man who works in finance. He's a very sweet and lovely mm -hmm. human. Like, fucking, you know. Yeah, yeah. Scott. Scott should come on at the same time. I know. He, I think really he, he low-key, like, wants to. Okay, yeah. Good. Well, um, Scott's next. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think... Yeah, like no, that's that's nonsense. But in the theme of dating and where you think like the current dating status is, where do you meet the most people? Is it in person or is it through something where you're reading about, you know, what they do, what they look like, like where they went to school? I think totally. if you were to think about the boxes that I could check on paper, it's like mm. I went to Wake Forest University, which is like I don't know, just like a nice ACC school majored in business went to business school like and now working in finance i think it's easy to check those boxes and think totally about someone but someone's like bullet points are the first thing we judge about them exactly. it's like yeah. yeah well lucky for you you're 25 so like you're gonna be fine if that if you work. Like, <laughs> like i'm not in a position to complain at all you can just be an a-hole then but don't please um but yeah you know i know i, mean? I hear you yeah, it, it is true we stereotype. And we all do it all the time. I mean, when I get on the apps for you, <laughs> for like, that's all I'm doing is, like, this guy looks like a fucking douche because they have a shirtless selfie, which, like, fucking you're a douche of a shirtless. Yeah. As, your, as your lead pick on a dating app. We talked about it. We talked about it. And we just. You wouldn't have a shirtless pick at all, right? <laughs> no! no, no. <laughs> Not in the comment. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, context is everything. Uh, it's the picture that you took of me on Dad's boat. Like it, you can barely see my it's body. I'm just hanging so, out on the boat. Uh, on Dad's boat. Let's be clear. <laughs> if okay, I, guys, I'm, it's tiny. No. 
that I'm would want to fill the stereotype. That. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but also that's exactly what I mean. Is that it's is it a, it's not a selfie. Oh, absolutely not. And it's not your lead pick. Oh, you oh, can't. No. It's like a silhouette. That's what we were saying with when Achilles was yeah, on. That's better. what we discerned was like it's not douchey based on context, based on if it's a selfie, and based on if it's your lead pick. Yeah, that's fine. No, I think that one's okay. We'll have to show it to Liza. I'll put. Would you pull it up? Pull it. Do you have it in regular photos? I don't need. Here's my thing. If your sister took the picture, Isn't it's it not probably Instagram? not sketchy. I you made know I mean? him Instagram it, so I know that. Okay. So, yeah. No, no. It's a very silhouette thing. Great. Let's see. Let's see. Like, I don't know. You have to have, like, a certain you mental Instagram state or thought process to be able to stand in front of a mirror, flex your yeah. body, take a picture. Be like, you know what? I look good. I feel <laughs> like I feel like ladies this would one, like to see one? this. Oh, that's also, a nothing. You can't even. And it's not your first one, right? Oh, that's okay, a, sorry. That's a nice picture. We talk about being. You're like I'm on the I'm on a boat. You look That's like a you look like um an adventurous, you know. Yeah, like 40. I like the <laughs> wayfarers. You posted it on Father's Day, and it says, "Wait, it's Father's Day?" Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> Just posting Lost. yourself. I think yeah, I think that was good. Um, so um, Kenny, I don't know if Kimmy told you this, but we like to ask all of our guests to tell a story oh, of their worst I didn't first tell date. You this. So you tell haven't had prep I, like, time. Haven't had a. I don't know. Stop bragging. No, no, no. no, no, no I'm not <laughs> trying to. I think it's like a balance of like... What about Richmond? I feel like Richmond was weird. Yeah, but <laughs> Richmond was also like a very different dating scene, right? Because I think if you think about New York, it's like, at least from my perspective, jumping into it, it's like very big city, like a lot of touch points, like you're interacting with a lot of different people to a point where it's like there's like a lot of volume where like Richmond was super clicky like a lot of people who lived there went to high school there or like went to college in Virginia like all my friends like William and Mary Washington Lee you name it a school in Virginia like that's where people went so it was a little bit different and felt UVA. a lot smaller UVA <laughs> I, like <laughs> I was just like I'm gonna find one yeah. <laughs> Virginia Tech no no Liza but it was just like a, it was a different vibe like it wasn't the same thing like people met people through other people versus i think more of the stuff around here or like more How of the action around Richmond? here i'm gonna google it it's small it's like a couple hundred thousand people wow um so it's, it's just a diff- it's a different vibe and it's much clickier and like the way i like to think about it is it'd be really fun to like go to university of richmond and like hang out there when you're young and then like unless you get into a serious serious relationship or like settle down with someone it feels extremely small mm. right because it's like just a much smaller city. It's like row houses. It like has this really homey feel. And it's like, well, I'm going to turn 25 and I'm still single. And everybody else, like my two roommates when I lived there, both had girlfriends. So I was like, huh. Like it'd be a great place to go back to, but for me, like not right now. So mm. Only 220,000 people. Yeah, a couple it's hundred. It's cool. It had the cool foods. I liked parts of Richmond. You knew the cool spots to go. Guadabar. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I had a phenomenal experience in Richmond. I would say that and you know but i think the dating scene there is just completely different because the girls that i did see were like through people that i was friends with so okay. it was never really that first awkward date. gotcha you know so what you i mean didn't... it's like a little bit of a different vibe totally did you online date it all there i mean you could i didn't like you i tried but like it was again one of those things where it was like pretty infrequent because like unless you knew them or had some kind of connection through somebody else like a common mutual friend or anything like that it just felt like forest and strange and like again it was so small that you'd end up just like seeing the same people at bars that you mm. go to all the time or like the breweries there or whatever but you end up running into the same people so it was like 
I was hanging out with a bunch of people who were already in relationships, which is also the worst thing to do as a single person ever, because then it's just like you end up getting sucked into just hanging out with those people the whole time. Yeah, um, yeah it was actually kind of strange. Like I hung out with a couple of older rich men, but like it ended up being like more of like a consistent thing rather than like spontaneous dating. Yeah. Oh, look, similar patterns. <laughs> um, but but you can do 51 dates now that you're in New York now. Uh, so but you haven't had one bad date. It doesn't have to be your first date. I did not prep Kenny. Uh, it's it's completely my fault. I'm putting him on the entire I don't spot. know. Because I was just like, let him be on it. It's Christmas week. Oh, yeah, guys, we're recording this early. But you know that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one. I have to think about it. Okay. We're, we'll circle back. Okay. We will circle back to this. Hi. Boring answer, but like... Nothing that stands out, which maybe, like, is maybe, surprising. but it, Maybe you're just nice. Even, like, have you ever been on a date? It doesn't even necessarily have to be bad, but you're just, like, waiting for it to end. Oh, sure. Yeah, I think, like, I I think my, like, most recent dating experiences in New York, and, like, sorry if you listen to this, but, like, it's just, like, sometimes, like, the problem I've had with New York, and I think it's a problem with, like, just like the whole like dating app culture is like you don't really know who you're going to end up interacting with. So I've just had like some really basic, basic like Ooh. girls who I, I have a hard time holding a conversation with. Thank God for being like outspoken and like trying to make conversation. But it's just like I'm not being myself. And like it's one of those things where it's just like <laughs> this is really fun, but I don't really want to hear about your dream job being a, like a cupcake store because that's not – Oh boy! Like, okay, you've got one. You're gonna to have me, to sell that. Literally, story. my dream job. Is it your dream job? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was gonna say. Wait. So wait. Do you mean that you have to be outspoken, or they just ch- chat to you and you have to be quiet? I just think it's hard. I mean, you. It, I think it's regardless of what side of the table you're on, whether you're the guy or the girl. I mean, like unless you're talking about something that resonates with either you or me, if we're having a conversation, then it's. It feels like an. Like I can only say so much about it without ending up being like, yeah, this is not necessarily what I want to talk about and being rude. And the whole goal is to just at least be. So tell us about cupcake store. I'm, I'm really, we can cut (laughs) anything out. No, it's all good. Um, I mean, it's just like when you think of someone having like a dream occupation, launching a cupcake store is probably at the bottom half of that list for me. It depends what she's doing currently. We may have some listeners who want to launch a cupcake store. Which is fine. I mean, if you want to do that, I don't dissuade you from doing it. Um, it's not quite cornering the market, I would say. <laughs> I think it's been done. So but, it's not a novel okay. idea. <laughs> We're assholes. <laughs> I mean, here's but, like, the thing. Just, I think that, like, if you want to chase a dream that's mm-hmm, your dream, mm-hmm. I agree. it doesn't matter what it is for you, but the, the global you. But for Kenny Foskett, like, if you're dating someone and, like, you think – your their dream is not something that like like excites you like they're not the person for you know what i mean it's oh, like totally and know. like that that was my whole point I, I feel like i probably jumped to being or sounding like a an inconsiderate person but like i get that like i think my whole thing was like ever since i graduated school i wanted to move to new york i took an interim step in richmond loved it and like but like what made me want to do what i do now it's like to just be in new york and be like closer to my family so like spin that on its head instead of like being necessarily where you want to be or like that's your driven path it's like yeah if you have an occupation that you really want to do that's fine and i think you should absolutely chase it as hard as possible but to a certain extent it's like i think there's certain characteristics of how people and not like generalizing but like certain things that people do that you're either gonna like relate to them on or not and there's certain things that are more important to people that they might have like 
more invested emotionally in that you just don't connect with. And I think that's fine. Yeah, I will clarify. It's like that was your way of telling us how much you guys didn't relate. It wasn't Mm -hmm. that she wanted to start a cupcake shop. It was like, you guys know me, and you know that I don't necessarily have a ton to talk about. Like, it's, uh, uh, yeah. Kenny is gluten-free, dairy-free, I'm trying to be so, like, just being an a-hole. No dessert. No. Well, it's probably the same thing, though, that people could do about you and finance, but it doesn't matter about that stuff. You're not doing it like that. You're doing it because you were on the date, and you were like, ugh, you know. Okay. No, I feel this way often where, like, I'm, especially when I was single, I think I was also very deep in, like, therapy and, like, trying to, like, become, like, the most, I had, I had an idea that I was going to become, like, almost a manic pixie dream girl, but, like, cooler, like, like, indier, like, dirtier, I don't know. So I would love to corner people at bars and be like, tell me your deepest secret. <laughs> or, like, or like, what's your dream? You know, like shit like that. And I thought I was like, so fucking cool. <laughs> but fucking dudes loved it. Like, yeah. it was like, what dudes I, love they love to tell you shit like that. Girl. For sure. They ate that fucking shit up with a spoon. But I would love to be like that. And sometimes people's dreams, would I, they would tell me that. And I'd be like, are you fucking? kidding me <laughs> like, i'd be like um like okay like fucking you're a loser no but it's also but it was everybody's dreams are everybody's dreams but it's also like you got you're not gonna like someone who's shit you don't get on board with like yeah. that's pretty that, much that was, 101 it's like you gotta get on board with oh, the person's you're, shit you're good i'm just clarifying because i saw something recently i think it was some other podcast secret group where it was like i hate being called basic blah 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 and i'm like whatever we all know basic is basic but it's also okay to be basic i'm proudly basic adjacent Probably just basic, but I like to call myself that. I feel like this is a... We're all... Totally. A philosophical question I ask a lot is, like, what the definition of basic is. It's so hard. You know what I mean? Like, you can't really even define it. It's not... At least in New York, it's not, like, pumpkin spice lattes and Uggs. Because no one's doing that. Yeah. Except for people working out. I've been noticing that. People love wearing their Uggs to the yoga that I do. Yeah. Yeah, they love it. Have you noticed that? I have noticed, yeah. I think I'm going to like, stop saying it, could it because it's a collection of traits, but it's hard to like, just like it's hard to define like. I look basic to everyone on first glance, I think. And, you know, there's certain shit about you that's basic. There's certain shit about me that's basic. Like, you know, it's it's a, it's a special. I feel like I had a basic date. I'm not trying to, should I just do Are it? Are we going to talk about your date? Yeah, because I kind of feel like it's actually re- re- really perfect for your vibe of New York so far. I'm sorry. But it's just like, I went on a date. Is this is date number 12. No, this is number 12. Thir- 12, okay. We're, yeah. This is number 12. I feel bad for date number 13. I hope it's not unlucky. <sighs> well, date number two. Get it, guys, get it. Ended up being great. That's true. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So, fuck. Um, this is my taxi cab confession of date number 12. And, uh, I feel fine. It was literally nothing wrong, nothing bad. I'm doing it after the fact because I've been stressed. I just, I, I, for the first time really feel like I was the bad date because I've been busy and stressed out and just, you know, don't want to spend time doing anything other than the shit I have to do. Okay. This makes me sound super grumpy. This poor, poor man. Um, okay. Talk to you soon. (laughs) All right. Okay. Abrupt ending. What? Yeah. Abrupt ending to that. I didn't even see it coming. Like, okay, bye. (laughs) I know. I just, well, (laughs) I will, I will totally own that it's my fault. 
it really felt like a job this week because I'm doing my applications. I'm going on this vacation with my family, which again, not a complaining thing. I just like fuck. It's holidays. the last week before yeah. holidays. We're all just white knuckling through, and it was really weird to make it happen. But uh, what I think is funny is that when we were in your apartment on Friday, yeah, Friday night. Uh, so by someone, because Liza's been on my bubble, I was like, someone came out of one of the elevators. I was like, that looks like the guy. I hadn't met him yet. I was like, also first ginge, ginger, redheaded person. It's all good. You are one. <laughs> sorry. But like for me, first yeah. one. Of the pod, maybe of life. No, not of life. Not of life. Not of life. Um, but anyway, so I was really doing bad stereotyping. So all of the themes. But I also, I thought I'd put this in the taxi cab. I like going to Pete's Tavern when it's near the holidays for, like, random reasons. Because it has emotional specialness to me because of, you've been to Pete's Tavern. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually been with our mom and dad before a dinner. Um, because I used to go with the little girls they babysat for who lived around Gramercy Park. Really and it, like, gets all Christmassy. It's just, like, OG. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, so cute and, and easy to get to. But I genuinely just was like, I don't have enough time in the day. Or the night. You know, like, I don't want to be here. Not because there was anything wrong with him. Like, also realize it's not just the hair color. That guy coming out of the elevator had a barber on. Like, the same, same, like... Was it the same guy? No, it wasn't. Sorry. Oh, okay, that was the okay, whole okay, thing. Okay. Eliza's been swiping for me at her apartment, too. And, like, anytime someone... She lives I very live close in a big to Google. Building, so, like... And very close to Google. So, any of the Google matches were, like, maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, but... And this guy, sorry, did not work at Google, actually, but other tech. Um, but, yeah, I just felt, like, disengaged and, like, a shitty date. And it was almost a good way of being, like, ah, you can be the shitty date and it really doesn't have to do with the other person. Yeah, totally. It's a good... Because I've been trying so hard on these. Yeah, it's a good example of, like, what I feel like... I have told you a bunch of times, which is that, like, if a day doesn't go badly, it's not a reflection on you. Like, you were tired and had been stressed, have been stressed, and, like, aren't super in a place to go on a date. Like, Achilles' worst first date. He was saying, like, he went on this bad. He also said his his worst first date story was, like, this is, like, I guess we had a couple weeks ago. And his worst first date story was basically that, like, he had gotten some really bad news about, like, the health of his dad I think mm-hmm. and then he had like a date scheduled and he had to go on the date and he just was like I just wasn't there mentally yeah, like I just fair. wasn't there so his worst first date was like he was like it was because of me yeah. which you know like it, it wasn't anything that heavy but like I couldn't go on a date this week like I couldn't like I know and I just feel badly because I technically could have done it last Thursday and he was like but I'm coming in late from traveling and I promise I'm usually ra-. like and I just was like, I can't then. So then it was like a double can't. And I mean, whatever. I can try again in the new year. It's Maybe fine. I didn't text me, but I could text him <laughs> in the new year. It's okay. Happy 2018. <laughs> I mean, this shit's I wouldn't happen. text me either. It's okay. I didn't do anything egregious. It's I just fine. definitely wasn't as engaged in question asking me. You guys got drinks. Yeah. Just How drinks. long did you hang out? Just two drinks. Two drinks? Yeah. That's fine. I know. For me, was like fine, but like, did you like him? Like, was he like, what was his vibe? It's like I feel like it was the most interviewee yet. Not from his point. Just like maybe this is actually a bad product of the podcast experiment in terms of like I just feel like it was a lot of. um, It wasn't as nothing as the uh, guy with the teeth date. (laughs) 
There was a, there was one day that I couldn't <laughs> remember, hurt. and he was so cute and so successful and so great. But like I just there was just nothing. It wasn't only that, but I was I just genuinely felt distracted because I've been like redrafting my like business school essay in my head, like just walking on the subway. Like I yeah, very distracted human. Um, uh, just a lot of questions about though when we were talking about family, I was like I didn't even I feel like that's such an easy question to ask. I didn't even ask about his family. Such an easy one. Do you have siblings? Yeah. It wasn't they, like there were lulls. I know, but it, but we asked every other question like that. Oh, gotcha. You know? Because I was going to say, it could force you on the corner of just, like, talking about your family. Right? I don't know. Like, if you were to ask me about my family, then I'd have to ask you about your siblings. And oh, yeah. It's also the really terrible date. I want to hear about your siblings. No, yeah. It was the nightmare date. <laughs> we were a little bit doing that with just normal questions. It was all fine. Like. Again, I think I really light up when it's, like, movies or... Totally. Yeah, certain things. And, like, none of that happened, but I wasn't... I wasn't forcing it. I thought it was weird. Well, I think there's a real chance that you guys just didn't connect. And that yeah. maybe, like, it, it feels like it's because of you being stressed and distracted. And, like, I'm sure that played some kind of a factor. Like, I'm sure that... It's not, that didn't play 0%, but it might have played a smaller percentage than you think. That's true. Because you've had other dates where you're like, it was fine. You know, mm-hmm. like I think fine dates is, I feel like it's going to be like a bell curve, you know, and like fine Definitely. dates are probably going to be the peak of that bell curve. Yep. Like the really bad ones have been outliers and the really good ones have been outliers. So this may have just been like yeah. another fine date. I think that's a problem too. Once you, not that it's a problem, but once you've had good ones or you're like happy with some of them, you start to make that standard again. Yeah. I don't know. The bar gets set. Yeah. Differently. Yeah. But I will. I'm going to hang out with number 11 again, the comedian. He texted me this week. I was like, I can't put in 2018. Liza set me up. Did you listen to today's? Probably not. Or today's? Yeah. I literally don't know what day of the week it is. Um, Today's. um, Yeah. Liza set me up with a a youngin, and I didn't know it until I got on the date. But he was very nice. How young? Um, 24. For Kenny. I mean, what do you I mean, think about age? I think, like, age is almost relative in a, he, within a certain range. I think age is, like, That's the thing is, like, I relative, do right? not think he, he hasn't seen comes across either. as that age. And a lot of the fucking guys that I know from comedy are that age, and they fucking seem like that age. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, you are exactly 24. <laughs> and, the you know, this guy does not seem that way. He's yeah. he's He's a good. Not at all. Human, I think. Um, Alas. All right. So date number 12. Finito. (laughs) No. We'll see. Maybe. you guys talk? And did you guys talk at all after the date? You said no, right? No. Yeah. (laughs) Which, but I wasn't feeling as like, what's happening? Like, because you just didn't even have time to think about waiting for that. Well, also because I think you just realized you weren't connecting and you were like, cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you've had dates that you're like, I feel like you've had dates that you are not like fucking jazzed about after that you still felt a connection and mm-hmm. went on have gone on subsequent dates with like people who you're like oh maybe with you try but try. there's also like it's fucking fine to just feel neutral about someone to be like there's nothing wrong with you but you're not my thing yeah gingers need not apply no <laughs> no you're one it's lost because I'm one. a ginger yeah, yeah. Fake one and uh, there's been some some good ones um one. I ha- I don't know that many gingers. I'm thinking of Prince Harry. Let's be real. It's been one ginger in my life. Um, <laughs> and it's Prince Harry? I Wait, wish. has there been a real ginger in your life? Yeah. 
Do I know him? Uh, not in the flesh. Okay. Uh, uh, early 2017. Gotcha, gotcha, A little gotcha, bit gotcha, older. Gotcha, gotcha, when gotcha. I said older, it was, oh, we're still, guys, the old is happening. The old is happening, but we haven't had it yet. I found Kimmy, yeah. like, such a good one. I think he's a fucking hot piece. It works in a nice place. Like, hot. Hint. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, we already talked about that. Okay, anyway, sorry, poor Kenny. Uh, fam, it's, it's Christmas Eve. Eve. It's Christmas post, it's the end of Christmas. It's the 26th it's, right now for you guys, huh? Yeah. All right. <laughs> But our theme today is family. We thought we could kind of talk about the feelings of, like, uh, family pressure, like, bringing people around your family, knowing when it's right, like, feeling like you're romantically letting your family down. I actually have, like, a fucking lol story for this. I know. I feel like I want you to tell tell it. All right. So this is the thing that happened to me this holiday season. I hope no one in my family is listening to this. (laughs) So my mom and her annual Christmas letter referred to Jeff as my partner. (laughs) Oh, my. And I didn't know that she had done that. And I was at dinner a couple weeks ago with a a bunch of my family. And one of my cousins, who is a senior in high school, was like, so Jeff's your partner now, huh? And I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, and she told me, like, about the Christmas letter. And let's explain why that's a little surprising. Your mom is. She's like an uber feminist. Like, yeah. But Amazing. She, totally. Yeah. But I think she, I think she has like this concern about, you know, like I understand it and I, you know, it's hard to under, it's hard to fully like understand the, the world she grew up in, which mm-hmm. was like, she was born in 1951. I hope she doesn't mind getting called out on her age. Um, but she, she wouldn't, but, um, she, you know, grew up in like the most fifties, you know, household, mm-hmm. whatever. And, but then she, you know, she came of age, she was 18 in 1969. Like she, you know, like burn your bra, like whole, like very like second wave feminism and blah, blah, blah. Um, but there's a little of both, I think, in her mind. And I think that she has an idea that like, and also like, I'm a fucking child and Jeff is an adult who does things like save money and, like, pay his taxes (laughs) and, like, have dental insurance. And I think she knows that, like, I'm going to need someone like that who tells me, like, you got to fucking go get a teeth cleaning every couple years. You know, every six months. But I haven't had one in, like, 18 months. So, you know, shit like that. So I think she appreciates that he's a good person for me because he's like, you got to fucking just do some of this shit. Mm -hmm. But she also, I think, in her mind feels like I will be, like, um, she'll have to worry about me less if I'm kind of settled with a, with another person. And, like, she would not care. She's not gender normative. Literally, like, my mom's been telling me since I was very young that, like, she would love me, like, if I was a lesbian or this or that. Like, very hippie, like, liberal parenting always. But I think she really wants me to be, like, settled with someone. Mixed messages. Um, <laughs> but, like, literally she sent that and I was like, oh, like okay and my fucking 17 year old cousin is telling me about it and i'm like fuck and she sends a christmas letter to jeff's dad (laughs) yeah just just, all of this stuff it's so sweet too because partner it could be but that makes that's not your mom but that kind of shit is the reason for all my anxiety about being single at this age yeah because oh my god even if i had a really serious living boyfriend he should probably be my partner by now like just the fucking timeline is just trash totally i really i'm starting to feel sorry 
that I don't care as much anymore because maybe of this podcast. Yeah. I'm just like, ooh, I'm probably going to end up, and again, I heard this on another podcast, but a guest was saying, statistically as a woman, you're going to be alone again one time before you're... Your partner's going to die before For sure. you. No, all Terrifying. we have... Uh, I know, sorry. <laughs> well, and also it can... Obviously, we are very close to it. That's not... But you know what I mean? Like, just for all women, it's all about our getting the... is, like, pain and garbage. It's just how long you are buffered between the pain and... You know, it's just... It's all garbage. But, like, I think it's... Weirdly, this podcast has helped me to rethink, like... It, not rethink, but to keep in mind just, like... Stay mindful about what I want, not what anyone wants around me, not mm-hmm. what fucking everyone my age wants, not mm-hmm. what people I follow on Instagram want. Like, what do I want? Like, what I want is what I fucking have. Like, that's a good place to be. But it's very easy to get in your head and be like, but me, 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 this person has this. Like, I'm noticing that this theme of family can easily turn into theme of engagement, not even with family pressure. Your mom is not putting pressure, but I understand mm. that's like very <laughs> subtle. Yeah. Well, she's a very brilliant woman, so maybe that is. Um, but just like also engagement equals new family. It's just a thing. Family is on trend forever. Fully. And that makes the holidays really super weird if you don't have your normal family or you're not, like, oh, man. I just, I know we already talked about that part, but it's just weird, like, people having new families. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Candy, do you have engaged friends? You're too young. You do. I have I have married friends. You do? Yeah. Richmond friends? Sorry. Uh, no. Like college friends that have gotten married or oh. engaged. Have well, you have you hit the first round of divorces yet? Absolutely not. It's been like a year since we I've have had my first end. marriage. Oh, I That's fucking I you have? Oh, fuck yeah. I've had like, I probably have, it's a couple of my sister's friends who I feel like I'm oh, friends okay. with also, but it's also a Liza's couple people older. I went to college with and a couple, like not close, close friends, but I've been to... I was actually talking to my best friend, Nick, about this, and he was saying the first three weddings he went to as an adult, like, first three weddings he went to alone are all already divorced. It was, like, 23 and 24. That, that was a couple of years. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I didn't have happy holidays. Um, <laughs> I didn't just have, did a report. I just report. Just, you know, <laughs> so we don't have to edit it out because, you guys, it's the end of the line. Um... I, I didn't have any early, early weddings like that. So maybe mm. that's why I have yeah. a divorce round. I'm fucking sick. I mean, sorry, guys. I know. I feel like we're just turning all the nice, sweet listeners off. I didn't mean to. No, the thing is, is like the whole fucking reason we're doing this podcast is that like love and connection are like one of the only good parts about being a human. <laughs> you know, like being a human is kind of garbage. But like the good shit we get is like cool you get to fall in love and like feel deeply connected to another human and like that's fucking awesome and also cool even if your marriage ends it's like cool you had that for that long and then you have another totally. one maybe or I love and what also Amy not polar cool. said when she not yeah i love what amy polar said when in the, her statement about or something in some interview about when her and will arnett got divorced which we all felt very deeply mm-hmm. she was just like 
Um, she just was like, we had a 10 year marriage and I don't consider that a failure. Oh yeah. And it's I was so like, real. Yeah. Like I definitely don't being on the total. I like consider 10 dates a, a success. Totally. And also so. it's like, we're all allowed to have whatever fucking relationships we want. You know, yeah. Like, these things are archaic. They're from a time when like our fathers just sold us to our husbands, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like barter system for yeah, human beings. With yeah. like a trunk of linens and like a cow, <laughs> you know, just was <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> I mean, to let I mean, let alone dating is like a very strange construct. To your point, and so like what we've been talking about is like, yeah, sometimes it goes really well, sometimes it goes really poorly, and sometimes it's just meh. Thinking about like how marriage then applies to like this whole situation, right? You have to get through this weird layer of dating to even find that marriage. Well, like, well then that's even an otter construct that you have to like feel super passionate about, right? And so that's why it's weird that like I really support like young marriage, fine, but it's like I don't know, like to your point, like age wise, like I don't ever think it's like something you need to rush into or like feel pressure from a family perspective to ever rush into because I don't think it's worth it. If you're gonna get married at twenty four and then get divorced at twenty six, like you might as well Still have been dating. Totally. The only thing I will say, I agree with everything, is that it would it the the ticking time bomb, but also I don't need to have a child with my DNA. It's okay. The ticking time bomb of that is what adds some pressure for me. Yeah. I'm getting to the point where it's not just about matching up with my friends. I think maybe. Because uh. I just have never been one to like settle for just to say that I can have the boyfriend. I there I'm not trying to toot my horn. There were a couple people I could have done that with, and I didn't. Uh, I don't know. I'm my standards are too high too. But anyway, um, I don't know. Too many thoughts. But Kenny, to your point, the only thing is I agree, but I do think the timeline is really real for women sometimes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely different for guys. Yeah. Because right, I feel like I'm at a point where I'm still trying to figure out who I am. I, I just moved to the city from another city. From school. So, like, yeah. I'm still a youngster. You're I'm 25 young. years old. You're a baby. I don't know what I want to do. Like, I'm at a point where, like, I'm just, like, still trying to figure everything out. So, yeah. like, for me, like, pushing the timeline of any kind of, like, real decision is, like, okay. Like, yeah. I'm conceptualizing the fact that, like, in our modern time frame, like, an era, like, it's, like, getting later and later to a certain extent. But, like, it doesn't have to. But there's no real problem with being, like, yeah, I'm just going to wait a little bit. Yeah. I think yeah. it's better it's stressful like i feel the as you were saying and i was like yeah me too me too me too i feel the exact same way except fucking my eggs are just dying <laughs> yeah left yep. and right you know but i don't know, I know if I, I want kids that. i actually don't think i do oh yeah but you know but then it's a thought of like well i straight up can't why is life so weird and unfair to women and minorities and a lot of other people <laughs> but like just fuck that noise there are lots of people who need adopting. Oh, sorry. I'm jumping on this because I just get angry when this comes up because we're hitting the age where you have to start thinking about it. Literally. Like, you, I, it's a decision, like, we're probably going to have to make in the next three or four years. Make the decision. Ish. You know what I mean? I think if we have to learn now. Yeah. But even then, it's like you can start harder. getting figuring it out. Yeah. But I think that the decision has to be made. I don't know. I guess I don't fucking know. I Yeah. It, oh, it's Lord. stressful. Yeah. But here's the other thing the other thing I want to say about marriage. I'll spare fucking Kenny. <laughs> I'll spare Kenny my woes about my aging eggs. The thing about, that I think about marriage too is that I think that it is 
there is like a certain element of chance in all of it. And especially in getting married young. Like I think one of the strongest marriages that I have seen is one of my aunts and uncles. And I just think like they have kind of like this amazing, the, the parents of the 17 year olds who were like, so just your partner, they have like a really, really great marriage that I've always really admired. And like they got married when they were like 24. And I asked my aunt about it once. I love getting drunk with this aunt. Like she's just like an aunt I get drunk with. And I was like, what the fuck? Like how? And she was like, honestly, I don't know. (laughs) And she was like, she basically told me that she was like, in your 20s, you completely grow up. And your uncle and I got lucky, pure luck that we grew up in the same direction. But a lot of people who get married in their early 20s or when they're young grow up in different directions. And there's not that much you can do to like control how you grow up. And she was like, she basically just said like, I think it's pure chance that we grew up in the same direction. Well, I think it's interesting too, because I think that's completely changed, right? If you think about the modern, like our times, it's like, yeah, I went to high school, but I didn't like necessarily have to go to college in the same state or like I move away from friends. And then next thing you know, I have a phone that like provides too many options for dating to ever even think about. It's like one of the biggest problems I think with like, well, you Modern went to college it. with a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's, but, it was, but if but you it had gone, like, if you had had to stay home, sorry, I'm not, no, no, no whatever, I think, things I think there's just more, to, to the point, it's just like, there's more options, right? So like, I think it is like, I don't know, I think about mom and dad, it's like, they were both like high school, yep. high school kids who worked at the same supermarket and ended up falling in love and like staying together. It's like, now it's like. Yeah, I could have done that in high school, but then I could have also, like, had to have think, thought about, like, yeah, where do I want to go to school? What do I want to do with, like, the rest totally, of my life? Yeah. Like, there's all these other social pressures, and then it's, like, if you're not in a relationship, it's, like, yeah, I have this phone that can put me in touch with totally thousands of people. And it's, like, how do you ever make a decision versus, like, I think almost that simplicity of, like, the like the 70s, the 80s, the 60s. I think that simplicity would almost be, like, nice. Even growing up but in our, also, But what if you get left out? But you're saying <laughs> also sure. luck. Because my mom got married to her high school boyfriend. Spoiler, not my dad. They got divorced. Like, my dad got married to someone he met in grad school, like, young, in his, you know, mid-20s. Mm-hmm. They got divorced. Like, you know, I'm, I feel like I, a lot of my perspective on relationships is formed from, like, both of my parents sure. having been divorced before they mm-hmm. married each other. And that was at the same time period. It was, you know... Like, late 60s, early 70s, my mom was dating and got married to her high school sweetheart. And, like... No, that's a really good kind of argument. Because, like, to that point, I think, like, just in, like, the archaic system of dating, dating all the way back to, like, where you're trading your wife for a pig, I think it's, like, (laughs) (laughs) like, people feel like they, like, like, as a parent, like, you're forcing some relationships. As a woman, like, you don't think you have as many options as you do. You kind of Mm -hmm. feel social pressure to fall in love and follow your parents who fell in love in high school and so like yeah. men feel pressure point, at a yeah. certain age too oh, sure. and you're but like i've seen so many men just go oh now i'm getting serious because I, I got that career finally totally. or i got that so now i'm gonna be serious with the person i'm with and it's like just don't i think there's something to be said for like you don't have to just because the age is coming up on you say okay this is it everyone knows we're serious like we're doing it because we're at that age like yeah i've just i've seen that happen a little we're right at that age well i think there's like these agreed upon, like, not agreed upon, but generally accepted, like, steps to a happy life. Literally, I think about the board game, like, the game of life, where it's, like, you get married, you buy a house, you have kids, 
you send your kids to college, you retire somewhere, you die. You know, like there's these steps <laughs> yeah. that, that we're fucking supposed game to think about. Me for life. Totally. And it's that and it's every movie ever and it's whatever, but these benchmarks you hit. And, you know, in our generation we're lucky because it's not like it's not crazy anymore. Like if any of us had a kid with a significant other before we got married, like no one would fucking bat an eyelash. Mm-hmm. And again, we're all from the Northeast. Yeah, like, sorry. It's a different, we're, it's none of us, but none of us are from serious religious backgrounds. Like, there are different um, cultural factors that go into all of that. But in all of our experiences, I mean, like, you know, maybe a grandparent would be like, oh, well, I never. But, you know, <laughs> all my grandparents are dead. Nobody gives a fuck, <laughs> you know? Like, so it's like. I'm laughing. <laughs> I know, I'm laughing too. I have no. a, I'm fucking. Uh, I, I, have I, a stand- I guess you're just punny. I have a stand up joke about, like, all my grandparents are dead, finally. <gasps> Kenny was with us before the yeah, last day. Sorry, I just, that's yeah. full circle. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. all right, never mind. Um, but it, it's it's different now. And, and I think that the, but I think some of those steps, like we're in, again, this in-between where it's like, they haven't been fully rethought. We are allowed to question them and break with some convention, but they haven't been fully rethought. And I think, bringing it back to the theme, families... <laughs> Is a big place where it actually is a challenge for a lot of people to rethink those. I think this is a really good place because we often get people, and I agree, I want to find the like Instagram live version of this. If you have thoughts about this, because I think we're being very, like two of us are from the same family. We have, uh, our mom was also, but we have cool parents who didn't put pressure on. Just like, huh? What? <laughs> um, but who also, we had a very high standard of what, uh, love looks like but um yeah if any of you have different versions on the family theme like questions we can totally do fan part two yeah i think this is way bigger than even like i just feel like it would be a nice like if you have live thoughts while you're listening to this i've we've had a couple emails that are like i wish i could just comment live we'll open up a thread on december 26th on our secret facebook group you should join it and you should comment your questions and we should talk about them totally not advise on them Talk about that. And also tell us, like, as we just said, we are literally all from very similar backgrounds. We grew up, like, less than 100 miles from each other. Literally grew up together. Yeah. Yeah. You guys grew up way less than 100 miles from each other. This is not a great sample. grew up, like, 100 (laughs) miles. Sample size too small. (laughs) Yes, fully. But I think Fully why Trump got elected sample size. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Because we were like, but it couldn't happen. I am from Connecticut. No, but we, and I don't want us to be that vibe. I mean, we are, and it is what it is, but I would really like to hear from people who have different feelings from their family. Yes. Families who really expect you to get married like i really want to hear from you guys and genuinely like about what that feels like um you know i might joke and you know la 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 about how my mom is like putting some pressure on me to to get married partner but also like she supports me and she doesn't i i live with my boyfriend and she they they could not care less they couldn't be happier Mm -hmm. and like you know he he sleeps in my room when we go home it's not it's not a thing in my family that anyone's worried about. And I know that's a still a, a rarity, although, like, not amongst, you know, fucking people from where we grew up. Involved. But even then, like, my, you know, one of my best friends is from close to where you guys grew up and is Catholic and mm-hmm. that doesn't fly. And so, yeah, we want to hear about the different um, the different Cultures. ways your family puts pressure on you. Yeah. We love to hear about family pressure the day after Christmas because you Literally, know you're thinking about it. Yeah. Who have you just been with? 
Those people. Those people. Those people. Can I read... Uh, it's not a word. It's actually perfect for this holiday time. Can I read a first date? Should we wrap? Kenny, any last thoughts? I'm sorry. I feel like we train... Steamrolled you? Steamrolled. On what? Just family stuff? No, I just feel like I steamrolled you the whole time because you're my younger like- brother. Oh, no. I'm totally... I'm good. I'm hanging out. We're good. I feel like I want to ask... Like a deep question. We should have done more. You'll come back. What on was the pod. what was uh what were each of you like as as young children in a sentence? A sentence or a word? Ooh, let's Either. just. What I if know we what did th- like three words. Three words. Three okay. words. So it's as uh, what age group are we talking about? I literally am thinking of what you're gonna say about me because I already know them. <laughs> it's right. easier. <laughs> <laughs> Narcissism, but yeah, I was the monster. Right, so we're doing ourselves. Just your just gut no, impression. No, or no, you. no, no, you're doing me. What I'm Ki- doing you. What Kimmy was like as a as a youth, like under ten, like a little kid. You From know? my youth point of view, or looking back now, because now I, no, like I'm guys, we're overthinking this. Gut reaction. Um, okay. uh, golden child. Ooh. Interesting. Um, <laughs> you be mean. I have a mean one about me that I know I'm waiting for you to say. Uh, I just like constant memory of just like you screaming at dad from the top of the stairs. So I guess like, <laughs> I just, like I don't know if it's whiny, but like that vibe. And then I mean, all in all, like I guess you were just like a still supportive sister outside of the fact that you tried to knock me out of my high chair as a two. Like, oh, guys, get ready. I'm not a socio. Can we please clarify? <laughs> Uh, I carry around this baggage this because my sister tried to knock me out of my chair. Apparently, like, That's... I went at, there was some awful thing that I did, but that makes me sound like yeah. a super socio. No, Mom dude, loved that makes this you sound story. like a fucking older sibling. <laughs> my sister, when I was it, two days old, picked me up by the head and carried me out <laughs> to my mother. Oh, yeah, I was very by jealous when you were born. I was two, I was yeah. two days old. Like... Being okay. a younger sibling just means you're gonna fuck it. That sounds so sociopathic. Yeah. <laughs> but, right. I wish mom could tell I, that I want to spin it in like, we have like two also really hilarious like siblings. We were in Marshall Street house. Like we were like, I don't know. When did you move there? I was like in eighth grade. And so you were like a couple years older than me. But like there's like two stories that stand out of just like random shit that happened to us. Right? Because there was that one day that something fell in the lower downstairs closet and we thought oh, someone never. was breaking into the house. <laughs> I was fake babysitting. <laughs> and we were like, over. yeah, you were like friend over. I was like in my I was room. fake babysitting. Like, something Kenny. happened. Someone's in the, the house. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. It was the game of trouble. <laughs> fell in a closet and it made that like shaking. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we were convinced someone had broken in. Yep. I really broken in. It was when we were allowed to, I was allowed to like... My par- for some reason, my parents thought it was a good idea. If I could have a friend over, then we'd be babysitting you. Because of our age, yeah, that yeah. would be fine. Yeah, totally. And hiring a babysitter. Because trusting a 13-year-old with, oh, their a, friend. with a, like, not, like a 10-year-old is like definitely a smart move, mom and dad. <laughs> it's like, like oh my God. Really John, paying attention John Mulaney has jokes about this, where he's like, it's like hiring a horse to watch your dog. You know? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh my God, so many times we need to drink later. I think there come and times. You. Well, yeah, but that was when I was a loser. No, you weren't. <laughs> when I went through my very, very deep nerdy phase in People, like freshman year and so- or freshman and sophomore year of high school. Oh yeah, because I was in things. college, and my parents would go away sometimes and I'd have some parties. We know about them. Party. It's okay. That one was that one was rough. Dude, that's how it's supposed to yeah. be. I mean, no, you were, well, oh, you would yeah. have gotten in, you because you would gotten in some trouble, so you might get in more trouble if you not bad trouble just. I can't understand why you were like, no, thank you. I am very underage. Like, please. No. Like, okay. Uh, I'm going to try to think. 
I thought you were going to say bossy about me. Bossy is a better word. No, no, no. I was like kind of a monster. It's okay. Um, don't give your first child too much attention. She'll demand it the rest of her life. <laughs> I was bossy too when I was, I mean. Well, we're boss bitches yeah, now. No. It's fine. Um, I cooled out. I cooled out. Okay. Kenny. Ah, oh, it's so hard with younger. Mm. I think it also is like very dependent on what point in my life you're about to describe. I know. Like what age I was. Under the age of eight. <clears throat> Under the age of eight? Because I feel like that's the line of like a little kid, you know? Eight and younger is like a little For kid. For me, you, this is weird. I'm stealing from you, but you were the golden child because you were the new little one. Like, even, uh, yeah. And you had the blonde curls. Like, yeah. I think it's good that and we then, both thought of each other that way, yeah. rather than one side. Sorry, I mean, yeah. no, 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 I know that's good. Yeah, I, I think so. I think when it's two siblings, too, it's so interesting. And then we didn't get along when we were younger. I thought we were annoying, and I was bossy, so that makes sense. But um, well, there's number two. You just said annoying. I'll yeah, take but that. when I'll you take, were under eight, that. under of eight, not now, not now, not <laughs> now. Like, how would anyone describe their younger brother? Right, like, like that's like a I mean, annoying. let's be real. Like I was just like, no, I'm in charge. <laughs> Why are you in charge? And then mm, I want to think of a good one. Hang on, sensitive in the good way. I feel like I can say that. If you said it to me, it would be in the bad way. I'm sensitive in the bad ways. You're sensitive in the good ways. Meaning. That you know how to be uh, empathetic. And That's the power of an eight-year-old. Oh, right. I forgot. We're going... <laughs> well, your last one to me felt like it was more... Of now, I think that's oh. fine. No, I think you're I probably think, still sensitive then too. Because I think yeah. I think that's probably fair. Because I think as much as we used to just like not rip on each other, but like as little kids, like it's like you're always just like back and forth, back and forth. Back yeah, and forth. we only had each we other are, to beat up on. Exactly. Thank God, though. It would be really weird if two were. Well, how did you my sister that? and I used to punch each other in the vagina? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we would literally cunt punch each no. other when we were like for like the first ten years of my life. We would just when we were mad. Punch each other in the vaginas. I was just imagining a third sibling ganging up on me with you and how different of a person I'd be. Yeah. Even if it was a younger brother, if there were two brothers who were ganging up on me, I would even be more of them. I would be running a fucking Fortune 500 company right now. Like, <laughs> let's be real. If there were two little brothers, yeah. I'd be like, nah, nah, nah. yeah, for sure. Um, not in a good way. Uh, I would I would be doing that and be a psychopath. I'm you know? obsessed with like birth order and personality. So interesting. Like, birth order has so much to do with your personality. I believe it. It it's, must. It totally does. It's fucking, it's so interesting. Anyway. That was my fam question I needed to ask. That was good. That was no, good. Was I'm good. sorry I didn't do a better job. No, no, because I, I, I think it's so different, like, if you actually think about, like, on the just the topic of family more broadly, it's like, our relationship transitioned, like, not even quickly, but, like, definitely transitioned to, like, an, a complete 180 slowly over the course of high school and then slowly over the course of my time in college until like where we are like now right because we're adults like it was once we got to be adults and in college and high school too we had this weird gap and then all of a sudden you're like the same way like you're just like adults together the age stops mattering so much like my friends are all different ages yeah um when you can just start hanging out as human beings yeah and it's so new to have kenny in new york and it's very fun new york i like being here and I love Kenny's friends. You know Kenny's friends. Yeah. Shout out to Somali. No, I'm just kidding. We don't. Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> um, inside baseball, join the secret if Facebook you're, group. Lucas, if, if you're you out wanna. there, <laughs> props. Um, he we'll better be listening. Lucas. Um, <laughs> he dealt with me telling him what I was 
like pretty lit, but I told him what kind of white wine I liked like six times because I just kept forgetting that I I only so, like. So you're definitely his best friend. I, I was like, <laughs> here's the thing about how you feel about white wine. <laughs> it mostly gives me a headache, but I like, but like literally, and I said it so many fucking times. But he was receptive every time. I mean, everyone was a little lit. Yeah, it was right it was a celebration for sure. Um, uh, should we do a date? I'll do it real quick. Okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. Um, this is an overdue friend of the pod who wants to be anonymous. Um, but it's really funny, and I wish he didn't. But it's okay. He can change his mind, and I'll just, like, edit his name in. Okay. It's a little bit long, but it's a it's a first date story. That's how I'm going to say it. Let's do it. Here is M and my... Sorry, I just don't want to give any identifying way. Here is... M and my first date story, strikeout story essay. No names, please. We are shy folks. You don't want to be known by our scores of current and future listeners. Okay, great. I remember that. I tend to agree that conceptually activities make the best first dates. Oh, yeah. We have to do more of those on the pod. That said, all of my first dates were drinks, dinner, coffee, except for one. The first date with my now wife. It's almost hard to separate the first date from the day we met, so I'll tell you the whole story. And you can decide how, if you want to tell it to your listeners. Sorry, this turned out to be so much longer than I initially anticipated. Wait, guys, listen, I'll make it fast. But it's good. Uh, take it down to two sentences and please paraphrase away, ye of great writing skills. Oh, uh, please. <laughs> I keep almost saying his name. I'm going to call him X. He's not an X. Oh, boy. <laughs> Many years ago, my buddy from out of town was visiting me in New York City with his girlfriend. And, as 28-year-olds tend to do... They threw a Saturday day drinking bar session and invited their respective NYC friends. He just, I'm just going to spoil this. He lives in L.A. now. That's why he's saying NYC, not New York, which thankfully included me. I arrived at the bar at noon and immediately started putting down vodka sodas, catching up with my friends and meeting my buddy's girlfriend and her friends. Our group had the whole bar to ourselves and we were having a nice little Saturday. Pretty typical up until that point. I know this is going to sound made up and corny and weird, but it's the absolute truth. As I was chatting at the bar, the door of the bar opened and another one of my buddy's girlfriend's female friends, so a lady, took steps into the room and stopped. She was blonde, super cute, smiling, and noticeably very happy. I'm sure the vodkas on an empty stomach had something to do with what my brain was picking up. She stood in the doorway, looking around as her eyes adjusted to the darkness, and I saw sunlight streaming into the bar all around her like an aura. Ooh, I don't remember this part, but I love, <laughs> love all the details. Um, it almost felt like... It almost felt supernatural. I actually thought to myself, that is a girl I can marry. Yes, in 2011, even good guys called women girls in their heads. No, I had never previously looked at a woman once and thought about marrying her. Yes, it's probably a little weird that I thought about marrying someone I had never met or spoken with. As it turns out, my weird spiritual experience foreshadowed reality because four and a half years later, we would be at our wedding. Dun, dun, dun. Aww. Back at the bar, um, I knew I had to be careful and not screw anything up. I used my best game on this girl. I completely ignored her. I introduced myself and probably went back to catch you up with friends and drinking. Side note, I don't think the pod endorses this. Uh, we moved on to the bar to one of my favorite activities, karaoke. Activity. On the walkover um, to either U2 or Sing Sing. Oh, these are karaoke bars. I can't remember. Uh, I was sufficiently plied with liquid courage. I broke the ice with a blonde. We talked about normal things on the way over. It was pleasant. It was a conversation between two strangers. As we arrived at karaoke, I made a little move. I suggested casually that we should sing a song later. I'm ins inserting myself again. If you knew this guy, he's, it's a good one because he's bro-adjacent, kind of like Kenny. 
I'm broier than you. So this is very sweet. Uh, it, it, anyway, uh, she politely agreed, uh, and we went to our separate rooms in the big karaoke, or separate groups in a big karaoke room. Okay, now I might cut you off a little bit. Um, decided to put a duet song in the karaoke queue. Ba ba ba. When his song came up, grabbed two microphones and ran over to the blonde, handed her one. This is our song. Let's go. To my delight, she was a good sport, and we sang the theme from Disney's Aladdin, A Whole New World. <laughs> Again, I wish I could, like, describe this person better, but bro, bro, business school, bro. Um, as far as I can remember, that was the grand finale of karaoke for the afternoon. I also like they were, that they were lit together. That's fun. Yeah. Um... Saw her again that Saturday night. We spoke for a bit. I was annoyed the next day. I forgot to get her phone number. Thankfully, I ran into her, ran into her again on Sunday. What is this great weekend? I love meeting friends of friends. This, uh, Not fair. This doesn't happen anymore. Um, they were watching the Golden Globes together. Uh, da, da, da. He stopped her. Got her phone number. Blah, blah, blah. Um, on Tuesday evening. So the weekend's over. He called her. Called her. Called her. To ask her out for the next Saturday. Before dating apps took off, um, but not before texting was the main communication. I felt like she deserved a call. I don't know. That was still pretty progressive. For or, I'm sorry, pretty yeah. like good move in 2011. For sure. Um, there was a whole thing. I said let's do something fun, but I could make it a surprise if she wanted, and she agreed. I told her where to meet me, and we'd be outside for a little, so she should dress warmly. And we were all set for our date. We met near Radio City Music Hall and promptly walked to Rockefeller Center for our first. Date activity. Ice skating. So this is the first date activity. Okay. In hindsight, it's probably a good thing she wasn't afraid to skate. Um, but I got... Uh, he is so in love with his wife. This is so sweet and long. Um, but I got the sense that she was somewhat adventurous when we sang our duet. It was super fun, and I got to show off a little backwards skating. I'm a warm climate native, native LA, uh, which is always helpful. I think I only fell once. Blah, blah, blah. They went to dinner, I'm going, then they went to DBA and Yucca Bar, East Village, shout outs, shout outs. Um, you live in the East Village, Kenny. Uh, we said goodbye after dinner, and the next day, I called her. So this is like a Saturday night, next day he calls her. We were both nursing some brutal Sunday hangovers. She came over to my apartment and to watch a movie and eat hangover cheeseburgers. She was going through my DVD collection, and she had never watched American Psycho, so we watched that. Nothing like a movie about a ridiculous murdering finance guy in NYC to bring two near strangers together. All right, so really long story short, and to use a phrase from the greatest podcast ever made relating to many first dates, I probably had my ta- had my taxi lights on more than I realized at the time. Liza always said maybe he didn't have his taxi lights on. Aww. Or she. Aw, that's so nice. Um, but also, that story is, like, so hope-inducing. It is. Because, like, first thing that I thought was, like, who is this guy? Yeah. And how... He's not dating me. Like, how do I? <laughs> we can give you. Oh, I'm gonna. No. Also, he takes such good care of us when we're in LA. He's the best. Yeah, and so does his wife. I can't say their names, but uh, super like, good sweet. humans. Really good humans. You know, you just meet those people. You're like real good. But I didn't. Also, he's like very financy. Like, it just. All that's it's yeah, very so sweet. nice. I want my husband to write also, into a podcast from me one day. <laughs> Literally be like, she walked in and I knew. <laughs> I know. It's really Ugh. just if you knew him, that maybe that's part it's of nice. it. So if we have yeah. to like but also, thank you for sending that in. I in like a strange burst of Chris Christmasiness went to the Rockefeller Center tree the other night. It was snowing and I was close and I was like, I'm gonna go. And it was beautiful and it was nice. I saw it 
two people get proposed to. There. Oh fuck! I'm <laughs> one person there. on the plaza, but then one person, and this was a smooth move. But this fucking lady knew it was happening so hard because she had such a cute snow outfit on. <laughs> on the rink, they're all no, skating. I don't want they're that. all skating, and they let people in in like twenty minute intervals, I think, or some period of time intervals. And then it was towards the end of that per- that group's interval, and everyone left except for two people, and there was like a photographer. And, like, she was like he was, like, else. and we were watching, and I was, like, what's happening? And, like, sh- he was, like, holding her. He's, like, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want this guy to take a picture of us. I could see, like, with the s- signaling him holding her arm and being, like, that guy's going to take a picture, whatever. This guy, this other guy is, like, taking pictures and, like, fucking gets to one knee, whatever. And everyone around, because all these people who are around the skating rink watching start fucking cheering. Oh, that's cute. It was cute. I mean, it's very, I didn't, but I, you know, my heart is fucking black. It's <laughs> I may not if it's like Rockefeller Center already. You were like, I yeah. can't even go there. I was cheering. I was like, fucking and all these people were like, say yes. Like that, it was, I, I got invested, but you know, it takes a lot for me to cry. For me to cry, like a dog has to die in a movie or, you know, something has to happen. Yeah. Me too sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. But it was like, it's lost. It was a very, I mean, it was like a beautiful night. Like, I, it definitely took me out of my grinchiness and put me into like, oh, Christmas is Would nice. you like applauded thing like that? Uh, maybe. This is me and Jeff have not been in because it was like, <laughs> generally happens. Sorry, I just realized I shouldn't ask I mean, that. no, it's fine. Like, maybe, as long, as long as it was like specific to me and who I am. You know, it, like, yeah, I don't care about ice skating. You know, like, I feel like sometimes Right, it has to be a thing. Proposals yeah, are yeah. more, like, about, like, the guy's like, I have a brilliant idea, and it has nothing to do with the girl. Right, that's very true. We could but, write a whole Elite Daily article. Yeah. Like, like I probably will tomorrow. Yeah. I know <laughs> a guy who, I mean, I don't know him personally, but a friend was in the class where this happened, where the guy was super into improv, and this is terrible. Oh, no. And his girlfriend was not but he had convinced her to retake all the improv levels with him so in one of their 101 classes he proposed like in the class in a scene that they were doing together like in the class and i was like that's all about you that's about you yeah like she was not into improv and and whatever she said yes and i hope they're very happy but also i was like okay that's not about oh that's pretty yucky yeah I would say no in that case if I was not at all into improv. Yeah, I mean, it I just, would say no even though I've done one hundred and one. Yeah, I, why? I mean, it just it doesn't it just doesn't seem. Yeah. Okay. The the vision was not tailored to the human. I think. I'm sad we can't say our our lovely couple's name, but guys' reaction to that date, real mm-hmm. quick. Oh yeah, good. What would it take for you guys to hang out with a guy that many days in a row after just meeting him? Mostly him asking if I liked him. If I liked him. And they had so many friends together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, if I really like someone... If you like someone, someone, don't play the game. Totally. Like, I invite them over the next day. Totally. Yeah. That's the same thing. (laughs) Because that's that's the thing is I would never ask because I feel like if you... Like, girls' perspective, if you ask, you seem Mm -hmm. crazy. But sometimes after a great date or, like, a great... Like night or whatever, you're just like, dude, I want to hang out. Like, let's just oh. let's just like go to the movies or like let's fucking hang out. Because I feel like the best thing in the world is like hanging out all day on a weekend day with someone who you really want to hang out sure. with. You know those days where you wake up and you're like, cool, like we're gonna get a meal, and then like you're like, let's go to the movies, let's do this, let's yep. go to a bar, and it just keeps going on. It's like, come Can't over, we're gonna out. watch a movie. Can't like, stop yeah, out. like. I think like that's the best feeling, and when it's with someone you like have a crush on or you're into, or there's like a romantic thing, it's like the best feeling, you know. I like, know. I'm feeling like I yeah. 
No, I mean, literally, like, Jeff and I had one of those days on Sunday, and I feel like I I haven't seen him in weeks. I mean, I have, obviously, but we haven't done anything together in, like, a couple weeks. And I was getting sick, and I had had this busy weekend, and I was like, I can't do anything on Sunday. And he was just like, let's go get massages at at our fucking garbage basement massage place that's dirty (laughs) that I love. No, I love your couple's self-care. We just were like, like, we'll go get massages. And then we came back, we were, like, just sleep, like, passed out, and we were like, let's go, you know, get ramen then we came back and i was like i'm tired i can't do anything he's like let's go see star wars like i think that's my number one criteria yeah criterion ryan's one being able to hang out as long as i can yeah maybe that's the only one i'm allowed to take in my picky list yeah the year yeah because i'm noticing that totally can't stop hanging out too because if you can stop hanging out well i'm gonna be disappointed yeah (laughs) Like, not days and days. Just, like, have a day like that. That's totally. what I mean, I can't stop hanging out. Yeah, like, the fact that you still, like, want to hang out. Like, I was yeah. so tired on Sunday. And, like, everything we did was mellow, you know? But I just was so tired that I was like, I can't do anything. I'm, I was had a cold, and I was like, I'm just tired. And it was still, like, a fun, nice day that I felt like yeah. I was hanging out with someone I had a crush on. Where you're just, like, having a nice day, oh, so you know? Cool. And you've been dating for so long. I love it. I want that. It's fucking so mm. But, you know, but it was, like... Not, and it was exciting because we really haven't – it's easy in New York to feel like you don't spend time together because I'm like, it, we just don't, you know? So it was nice to be like – it literally felt like a friend I hadn't hung out with in a while where I was like, what's going on? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's real. Oh, wow. Cheesy. Well. It's the holidays. It's, to me. We will not speak to you again until it's 2018, but we're going to have <gasps> yes. recorded that before it's 2018. That's true. But we still say – be safe. Be safe. Have a great New Year's. And also have the New Year's you want. I personally always love to boycott New trash, Year's. And trash, sit trash. inside on the couch. So yeah. have the New Year's that you dream of. Or um, go on a date. Or go on a date. <laughs> on Kenny, we always say date. go on a date. You want to say it? Go on a date. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've never, I've never, ever heard Kenny Foskett sound creepy. Yeah, but he is the least creepy person I know. But <laughs> you achieved it. Um, All right, guys. Have a oh, thanks thank for listening. You for, this is me being cheesy. Thank you for joining us in 2017 as we started. Oh this. yes. We hope you'll keep hanging out with us in 2018. Please do. And our social needs. Please follow us. You can tell that this is not a morning record because we're like we're like all fucking drunk. Yeah. Um, you know, at 51 First Dates Pod on Instagram on. Secret Facebook group. Well, yeah. You just Google. Join the secret Facebook group. Join it. At gmail.com. Send in your dates. They can be everything and anything. Oh, my God. Definitely send us your worst, best, noteworthy, anything first dates. And genuinely, I mean it. Like, I want to hear everyone everyone's feels about fan pressure. Even if you're just like, eh, I don't really have anything to say. But just, like, fucking send us a randy email. Like, have a drink and email. <laughs> those have been the best. We we're gonna read some of those next week yes, on our we are. New Year's. That we keep coming out the day after holidays, so we're like no one's listening. Yeah, but maybe you all are because you are like can't be out of here. So uh, anyway, love you. Love you guys. Go on those dates. Bye. Bye. Special shout out and thanks to Jim from Five Ohm for recording our episodes and making us sound pretty. Yes, thank you. And also a big shout out to Anthony also from Five Ohm for making us sound really good in post. And you should check Five Ohm out online at fiveohm.com. And that's spelled F-I-V-E-O-H-M. Ohm.
Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.